Tuka Rask is officially back and the Bruins are hosting the Montreal Canadiens. We're going to talk about all that and more with Sarah Griffin today on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday... January 12th. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. So please hit that subscribe button if you have not already and uh, tell a Bruins loving person in your life about the podcast as well. That would be greatly appreciated. A couple podcasts yesterday, the regular one, and then a bonus episode breaking the Tuka Rask news. He is in Boston and will be playing, not playing, but supposed to back up Linus Allmark uh, tonight. Very exciting times. I believe he just hit the ice uh, for the morning skate. And uh, we're going to talk about all that and more with one of our favorite guests here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, Sarah Griffin is back. What's up, Sarah? Hello, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm pretty uh, pretty uh, happy just riding that Tuka Raskai right now. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I can't... Uh... Not that I can't believe he's back, but I'm just so excited that he is, uh, he's back with the Boston Bruins. Were you kind of, uh, just expecting him to come back or has it been something that you weren't too sure about or or what's going on there? Um, I think for me, it was something that I was kind of like, you kind of felt like, okay, Tuka keeps saying it. Like, I don't think he's one that be like, yeah, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Like, especially over the last few months, he's been so open about it. Like, yeah, you're going to see me again. Right. But I really didn't believe it was actually going to happen. Just the logistics of it all, with especially with the goalie tandem and just working out a contract, you didn't know what it was going to look like. I was like, until I see it like in print that he is signed as Boston Bruin, I'm not yeah. going to get my hopes up. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, first of all, let's back up a second. I forgot to introduce you properly. Sarah Griffin, of course, is... Uh, I don't even know how many times you've been on the podcast now. I want to say five. <laughs> six, I think it's maybe? my fifth time. And what a what a journey it's been since you first came on. You were a baseball writer, hockey writer. <laughs> now you host one of the world's most popular podcasts, Saturdays and Seltzers. <laughs> and uh, you work for the NHL. That's so amazing, Sarah. Congratulations. Please Thank you. tell us what uh, what exactly that uh, what exactly that means for you. What are you doing for the NHL these days? Yeah, so I'm a content assistant. I actually got hired under Disney to work for their NHL sector. Oh, very and cool. so basically, yeah, so I do like the in-game stuff pretty much. That's entirely 
what my jurisdiction is. And so, like, I'm assigned a couple games a night, and they'll, like, be like, okay, just pick out the highlights from those. And then I'm the one that goes in and, like, edits, like, the headlines, like, the blurbs or whatever, sends it out to everyone, posts that to the NHL website, like, send out for social, send out to any teams that need it. And kind of just, like, basically any, like, video highlights you see that usually comes back to the NHL content side of it. That is so cool. And you do that like all from home right now, I guess. Yes. Will that be like uh, something once COVID's over that you'll go somewhere for that? Or how, how's that going to work? They did mention that right now, because it is all, still all remote because of COVID, the hope is that eventually, maybe next season, we'll be able to go back towards the office. And obviously, the office is there in New York or Toronto. So who Ooh. knows where that- that would bring me we'll see that'd be amazing right they're in the city imagine if you were in <laughs> toronto that would be unreal that would be so fun toronto's have you ever been to toronto i went when i was like 11 for a red sox game oh, actually. i think we talked about that before <laughs> yeah it's so nice i mean the baseball stadium is probably the least <laughs> attractive building or the place to hang out in the although they are doing like a 250 million dollar renovation on it so maybe that'll be ready yeah i don't know they had talked about like this is obviously nothing bruins related but they were (laughs) talking about like tearing it down and rebuilding something on that spot because it's such a cool spot like underneath the sea tower and all that and since they haven't really played much in toronto but i don't think they're gonna do that they're just gonna try to it sucks because they built when it was built, it was like state of the art, but then so many, mm-hmm. like even uh, like Milwaukee, Houston, all these closed or like uh, stadiums that can open their roofs now are so much yeah. nicer than, than the Sky Dome. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. But that would be amazing. Yeah. If you moved to New York, Toronto, obviously Boston's great to live in, but yeah, that would be very cool. I remember when I first started for the score, like just being able to, or like having to watch different teams on a nightly basis, like really helped me appreciate like other teams around the league, other players around the league. Is that something that you found so far? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. I feel like I've watched more non Bruins hockey in the last like month than I have in my entire life. And like, obviously like there's a lot of like big names that I know, like everyone knows all the big names on the teams, but then now there's like, I've watched a couple teams now, like four or five times. So I'm like, okay, here's like their third line and their fourth line. Like you start right, to appreciate right. like the littler no names. And it's kind of fun because now like, obviously the Bruins are still my only team, but like mm-hmm. just to follow kind of individual players, especially on like, cause my shifts are typically like 6 PM to 2 AM. Oh, wow. I'm like, Oh, like, yeah, I can keep track of this guy. You know, yeah. it kind of keeps me entertained the whole time. Are there any, uh, any teams or players that are standing out uh, these days as yeah. Like people that, that uh, everybody should be keeping an eye on or someone that's impressed you, a team that's impressed you? I like, I don't know what it is. Cause I've always liked Kale McCarr just because mm. he is from UMass and whatnot. But I feel like every game I've watched with the abs, they've won. So I've been really into following the abs lately. Like yeah. I get excited when I see I'm assigned their games. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's unreal. I think he's, he's what on pace for like 46 goals or something like that. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I think I saw this morning he's on pace for one of the best offensive seasons for a defenseman since Bobby Orr, which is unreal. Yes. Yeah, I really like watching the Avs games. I have uh, Bowen Byram in one of my keeper leagues. I'm really high on him as well, although he's been <laughs> in and out of the lineup with concussions yeah. and stuff. But the Avs just seem to be coming back <laughs> on a nightly basis. Like mm-hmm. it was 3-1, it was 4-1. They're very fun to watch too. Yeah, for sure. Um, before we get to some more brewing stuff, need to talk for a second about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. You ever heard of Built Bars, uh, Sarah? I don't think I have. Oh my gosh, you are missing out. They're like a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're covered in 100% chocolate, but they're actually good for you too. They only have about 130 calories, four grams of sugar four net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Uh, Compare that to a candy bar. They have about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, but built bars are covered in 100% chocolate. So they're very tasty, but they're also good for you, which is insane. So if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. So when you enjoy a delicious built bar, you can almost count it as a workout. There's so many flavors to choose from. You can go to built.com, put together your box of your favorite flavors. There's also some limited time flavors that are always coming out. Uh, so check built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. I want to thank you all again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Free and available on all podcast platforms. Really do appreciate everybody who listens even once or twice a week. And again, we're joined today by Sarah Griffith, who works for the NHL, which is so cool. Uh, you get any perks because it's under the Disney umbrella or, or what? You get... Uh... I think I get more like... Disney employee perks than I do like actual like hockey perks which very cool yeah that's I what I mean like I Disney to, perks yeah I need to lean more into that because I'm like I'm sure there's probably like really good ones in there but I just haven't looked into it much yet I think I saw the other day you finally saw Spider-Man right is that how did that yes. did that live up to the hype yes I loved it plus I love Tom Holland so I oh was excited gosh. yeah I love I think the last three movies I've seen have all had I know this might be a spoiler if you haven't seen spider-man yet but uh andrew garfield has been in each of the three movies that i've seen last and i just love him so much he's so good i saw him he in, so uh, good. we watched tick tick boom like on christmas eve have you seen that one yet on my Netflix. sister just watched it the other day oh and told me i have to watch it yeah i'm not a big musical person but it was so good and he's amazing in it and then we watched uh that tammy faye baker movie that he's in as well which was pretty good and then Spider-Man, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it. I think it's been long enough now. Um, so, yeah, you have been watching a lot of games, but you've still been keeping an eye on the Bruins. What are your uh, thoughts on them? Since the calendar turned to 2022, they look like a whole different team, and they're so fun to watch again. You've been impressed uh, with them lately? Yeah, a thousand percent. I feel like so many things, I don't know what it is, if that break just reset everyone, but I feel like, so many things have just gone their way all of a sudden. I think Bruce Cassidy said it last week. He was like, we're winning games that 
at the beginning of the season, we were like finding different ways to lose. Now we're finding mm-hmm. different ways to win. And I think a lot of it has to do with secondary scoring. Cause I know that was a big thing that For when sure. I was watching, I was like, this is awful. Like they're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to win any games if you're not getting <laughs> anything out of that, like anyone but the top line. And I was kind of wary. I will admit of bringing pasta down to the second mm-hmm. line. But I feel like him and Taylor Hall together just mesh so well. And I yeah. love watching them together. It's so fun that now I'm just like, you know what? That's why he's the coach. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was talking the other day about like how, yeah, a big story was like the second line center position. But with Hall and Pasta together, it's like it almost doesn't even matter who, mm-hmm. who plays in the middle there at this point because those two guys are so good and, and can create so much on their own. Yeah, a thousand percent, because that was the other thing. I was like, oh, I don't know how it's going to work, especially like with the center in second on the second line, because I don't know. I was just thinking like, oh, God, I just wish we could have David Cringy back like that would be the perfect. But like you said, I feel like when you have guys like Poston, Taylor Hall, like it doesn't really matter who's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it looks like I'm just seeing the lines at the morning skate. It looks like um Jake DeBrusque is out of COVID protocols and he's on the third line with um, Charlie Coyle and Oscar Steen. That's kind of something that's still hanging over this team is that, uh, that trade request. Uh, What are your thoughts on him asking for a trade? And do you think the Bruins could get anything really substantial in return? Or are they just going to try to maybe dump him for futures and look elsewhere for help? What are your thoughts on the whole Jake DeBrusque uh, trade situation i feel bad just because i feel like it's now been like what well over a month since he asked for that trade when everything came out about that it just did not look good for him but i think everyone everyone that like actually was paying attention knows like it's not like he was doing it maliciously because he like hates the bruins or something like and he has been given a lot of opportunities i think so i don't want to say like it was he was never given the chance like he's had plenty of chances I just don't think on this roster there's a set spot for him to develop Mm -hmm. especially as a younger player and I feel like he could get that opportunity elsewhere so I completely understand why he would ask for a trade but now especially with COVID and then like him I'm getting COVID Mm -hmm. it's just like I don't know how I know. high up on their radar that is <laughs> yeah it's like and every I feel time like we could get a good return for him yeah ever since like he made the request it's like because of covid or marshan was suspended now felino's injured <laughs> it's like they need him in the lineup right now and to, unless they bring in someone immediately who can help and i kind of like that a line of coil steen and debrusque i think that could be could work so we'll see if that happens against the canadians tonight but yeah i don't know i've uh i feel bad for him because of yeah he was open about his mental health struggles through covid he went back on the covid list so i'm sure that didn't help anything he's getting hassled by well not him but certain boston media members were like talking about how he's not willing to talk about it and he had to have his mom stick up for him i don't know if you saw that uh, oh yeah whole debacle but <laughs> i just feel bad for him for sure and i think his mom had every right to like oh a thousand yeah, percent stand up for him. Yeah, yeah yeah for sure mrs debrusque she's uh she's a good lady for sure she doesn't deserve any crap from <laughs> a 
certain corners no. of Boston media for sure. I was like, she's just defending her son. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even, they were saying like, oh, he's all, all these other teammates have to come out and answer for him. I think it was in response to like Taylor Hall, but it's yeah. like, you guys are the ones asking the questions. And exactly. Taylor Hall was like, yeah, he's a good kid. And yeah, we just hope for the best for him. Like, there's no reason to like find anything negative. <laughs> Some people just need, like if you or I just got a new job or like wanted to move to a different opportunity, it's totally fine. But in hockey, if you ask or want to change a scenery, it's seen as this like black mark where you're an, a bad influence or something like that. And I don't think that's very fair. No, um, not at all. I feel like he's kind of someone that's had like a target on his back just because mm-hmm. he has, it's been hard for him to find a place on this team where he like really fits in. And I don't ever want to say he underperforms, but I think he's held to such high standards because for so long they were trying to push him as the second line guy, right. which he just like on this roster, he's not, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then you just kind of mix him up everywhere else. So yeah, I'm sure it is hard for him to find his footing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of another young guy trying to find his footing uh, with Tuga Rask back, Jeremy Swayman was sent to the AHL. So it'll be Allmark and Rask for the foreseeable future, unless there's an injury or something like that. Uh, I think I replied to a tweet of yours yesterday saying that like for the last couple of years, we've had Rask and Halak and everybody was fine with that. And now mm-hmm. I think Rask and Allmark is even better. And there's no real shame or harm in sending Swayman down to the AHL for a little bit. What's your whole take on, on how the goalie situation is going to play out with Rask coming back? I will say, I think my biggest, like I knew it would be an annoying day amongst (laughs) Bruins fans once Tuka comes back. And I think it was pretty much everyone knew that you're going to have to send Swayman down, which by all means makes sense. Like when you look at it, like look at Elmark's contract and like he has the no trade, like he's making Mm -hmm. this amount of money like you can't send him down to providence especially when you have jeremy swayman who has like he's what like 22 23 yeah, has yeah. little experience still in the ahl mm-hmm. and he has looked very good for a rookie goalie mm-hmm. but i think he's still development down there is not going to hurt him and i'm sure he's just going to be owning everyone in the ahl which will be a good confidence boost for him we yeah, know he's sure. the long-term future. Like Sweeney said that just yesterday. Like it's not yeah. like he's going anywhere. But I think my biggest annoyance has been with how people are with Elmark, just because it almost seems like they're like, oh, he's still this like below average goalie that we signed yeah. Yeah. for know, like whatever. And I'm like, have you been watching, especially recently? Cause there was that like I feel like the beginning of the season, we saw Swayman and Allmark both were kind of struggling a little bit. But then as soon as they're like, oh, Tuka's coming back, like all of a sudden, especially Allmark, like just really stepped it up. Like Mm -hmm. I like never am nervous when he's in that. I was never really nervous when Swayman Swayman's in that either. But it's never been a big problem, I think, goaltending wise over the last like especially the last month or so. And I'm like, why is that such an issue that we are carrying that tandem of Rask and Omar? Like you said, I feel like that's an improvement from what we've had over the last couple years. Yeah, I know. It, it's insane. Like people were getting on Omar in the preseason for like not performing, not giving a <laughs> shutout like every night. The guy, first of all, 
put up really good numbers playing for the Sabres over the last couple of seasons and the Sabres are awful. And it just takes time. Like for the team as a whole between this time last year and now, I think they have like at least a third of the roster is like all new faces. If you can Mm -hmm. go back to like Hall, Riley, and then you add the guys that they signed in the off season, like it takes time for guys to get used to playing with each other. It takes time for it all to gel and with the way the schedule was early on and then you had the COVID break like it just makes sense that not that they were gonna be bad to start but that no yeah it was just gonna take some time for them to to gel I don't I don't see how it's so hard to like people wrap their their minds around that uh calling for like Sweeney to be fired and (laughs) like just relax they only played like 26 games before the new year and now that they're playing more games, it makes sense that they're finding a groove. Yeah, no, I actually didn't even think of that. Yeah, the schedule was so, like, spread out that especially when you're ridiculous. switching off between him and Swayman, like, how would it be? How would you be able to get into a groove that quickly? Like, of exactly. course, it's going to take a couple months and then add on to the fact he's new to this team. Like, he's been playing with the Sabres defense. So, yeah. Yeah, he's not exactly. used to having, like, Charlie McAvoy out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then even the game against Tampa without McAvoy, it was probably his best game as a mm-hmm. Bruin, and they and they won, which was uh, which is unreal. Um, before we wrap up or uh, yeah, finish off, I gotta talk for one more minute about uh, Primal Origin oils. Uh, do you have a person in your life who's got a beard, Sarah? Your dad or a good friend? Does your dad have a beard? He does actually. Oh, there you go. This is perfect. <laughs> if he's looking for a beard product that is free from harmful synthetics and has a low impact on the planet, can make his beard feel fresh, itch free, then uh, he should check out Primal Origin Oils. They make bombs, oils, and a whipped butter that's renowned as the best feel in beard products. They're all fair trade certified and handcrafted in the good old US of A. And um, right now, you can go to Primal Origin Oils and get 20% off using promo code LOCKED ON. Every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients in the field and beard to the other products you've used. Uh, again, use promo code LOCKED ON at checkout for 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. All right, Sarah. So, uh, yeah, what else is new? How's the uh, Saturdays and Seltzers podcast going? What's uh, what's the latest there? Shoot. I think you froze. together. Oh, there we go. Okay. But yeah, so we're going to Philadelphia together next yeah, weekend. Yeah, I saw that. That's very cool. Yeah, we're going to the um, Philadelphia Wings versus New York Riptide game. It'll be my first NLL game, and I think Kendra's first lacrosse game. So. Oh, very cool. <laughs> and then you guys are going to a Flyers game as well. Yes, on Monday. Who are they? Who are they going to be playing? I don't remember actually. <laughs> I want to say the Wild. Oh, that would be a pretty good game. The Wild are very, uh, very fun to watch. Speaking of fun teams to watch, mm-hmm. uh, I think I have been to one or two 
Toronto Rock games uh, back in the day, and it's it is very fun. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's an it really... interesting like watching it from like at home. I feel like I don't get the full experience, but with like the music going and stuff, I've never seen anything like that. So yeah, excited. that was one thing I remember. The music was going like pretty. It's not unlike basketball, I guess, where they play music yeah. like, while the guys are dribbling it up, but. It was like just full on like songs uh, like from the, <laughs> during the play, which is really weird. But it was fun. It was really fun. What's the uh, like? Do you notice a big difference in the quality or like the entertainment between like the field lacrosse games and games that are in the arena? Like, what's the what's the biggest difference? Just besides the playing, is there like a difference in the game strategy or quality? Oh yeah, I think. I like box like I love watching field lacrosse just because I grew up playing field lacrosse so like mm-hmm. that's what I've been most used to and then obviously like all last summer I was doing all the PLL stuff so I was watching mm-hmm. a lot of field lacrosse whereas coming into the NLL season uh, for lacrosse flash I was kind of the odd one out because I was like I've never even seen a box lacrosse game like it's just not a big thing <laughs> in the U.S. so I like went on YouTube and was watching a bunch of them and I like was able to pick up I feel like it's very similar to hockey almost just because you do like you have like the minor penalties like majors like you can actually fight in yeah, um yeah cross which there's kind of a lot of it like more than hockey almost <laughs> and I feel like it's just a lot more fast paced and it's almost like I find it more entertaining just because it is like constantly moving not that field lacrosse is slow by any means but box mm-hmm. is like it's like high scoring like back and forth like non-stop and then like add on to like the music like it kind of gives me the same like I don't want to say anxiety but like you know when you're watching a hockey game you're yeah. just, like you can't keep your eyes away at any point it kind of feels like that so I think yeah. I actually prefer watching box lacrosse now yeah it's really fun I liked it a lot and I was I don't know back in the day at Toronto Rock was like a powerhouse I don't know how they're doing these days but it was very fun to watch them and it was a lot cheaper than going to a Leafs game or a Raptors <laughs> game. That's for sure. I had one more uh, Bruins question for you. We were talking about like character guys earlier. Um, Evander Kane is a unrestricted free agent. Now Don Sweeney didn't necessarily close the door on that yesterday. He talked about like doing due diligence and having to get ownership approval. Like anytime a certain situation like this comes up, I'm come a, I'm kind of of the mind that like just let's not even go down that road. Is that something that you are kind of on that side of things as well? Or do you think it's, you know, anytime you get a, a chance to improve the team, you, you should go for it? I just think this like group that they have now is such a strong like leadership. You'd have like that strong leadership core. I feel like everyone's all a like, good characters like never is there ever an issue of like oh here's this one bad egg amongst them like I don't think it's ever really been an issue of like team chemistry like in the locker room and I feel like adding such like a controversial person who you like doesn't have the best reputation like right I don't think it's worth even experimenting like I think if you're going to add someone like add them for their play yeah but it shouldn't be anyone that might cause any issues and right. like mix up that chemistry that they've worked so hard to get. That's what kind of worries me though, is because it's like, 
you hear that he wants to play for a contender and I like it would be good for him to go into a situation where there is a strong leadership group. So I'm like, Oh boy, that sounds a lot like the Bruins, but I, yeah. I would hope that it's not, uh, yeah, not something that they're going to pursue anyways. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, one last question for you, which I always ask, is there anything, I know you're deep into hockey lacrosse. Is there anything else that you've been watching lately or over the holidays that you were, uh, that you were into that, uh, you recommend or people should revisit um i actually just recently started watching because i don't know if you saw euphoria has their second season that just came out and everyone's been talking about it so i was like okay like i'm gonna go and watch the first season because it seems a pretty easy show to binge (laughs) i don't even think i like it i think it's just so addicting that i can't look away yeah (laughs) i'm scared to watch even start watching it because it just seems like it's... Like as a, as a parent, I just like <laughs> I don't know if I can watch high school kids like going through that much drama. It just seems so it's so scary. Yeah, Even no, though there's good people like... in it, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just well, that's why much. I started watching it because I like like Zendaya, um, mm. Sydney Sweeney. I like yeah, all their so work. Good. So yeah, I was like, I feel like I'll like this, and it's just it's not a high school drama i feel like it's a drama about high schoolers who had a very different high school experience than i did so (laughs) yeah it seems like uh yeah way beyond high school issues like i don't even know i'm i'm more comfortable sticking with like high school shows like a cobra kai or something where it's just like uh, karate rivalries or something like that that's more my more my lane right now well, the last show I binged before Euphoria was Ted Lasso, and I'm mm. like, I, I miss that. That's just such yeah. wholesome. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're all caught up on that. It's so good. I actually got like, we signed up for HBO because I wanted to watch the Succession finale live. So now we've had mm-hmm. it for like a month or two, and uh, my wife's been watching like the Sex in the City reboot, which apparently is oh, yeah. pretty bad. But I've been like going back yeah, and watch. I, w- I really want to go back and watch um, Eastbound and Down. I think I'm gonna try to mm-hmm. rewatch that because that's probably one of my favorites on there. And Righteous Gemstones just came back to you, which is hilarious. Danny McBride is just so good. Anyway, Sarah, are you uh, working tonight? You're on the hockey beat tonight. I'm actually off. Today's Ooh. my first off day. Nice. So you're gonna are you gonna watch the Bruins game or are you gonna take a break from hockey tonight? Um, I'm doing, we're recording Saturdays at Seltzer's and I am oh. going to watch probably the second period on. Very nice. Yeah. I think it's the national game on TNT tonight and it feels like, I don't, think, I don't know if the Bruins have played the Canadians yet this season, but it just seems like forever. So I'm, I'm pretty excited and it doesn't look like Tuka is going to play, but, um, who knows? Maybe they'll mix it up on us. If not, maybe <laughs> he'll make his debut tomorrow. They're supposed to play the Flyers. Mm-hmm who've been COVID hit lately. So hopefully that game isn't postponed yeah. <laughs> and we can see Tuca sooner than later. Where can uh, people find all of uh, all the stuff you're putting out there these days, Sarah? Okay. So my Twitter <laughs> and Instagram are SKG underscore 18. Then yep. our podcast is at sat and seltzers pod. And then also all my lacrosse works on at lacrosse flash. 
Very cool. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for uh, taking some time to chat. It's always great to catch up. I'm sure I'll message you again soon uh, to to come on the podcast. And uh, yeah, good luck with all the hockey content. And yeah, we'll definitely catch up soon. Thanks so much. No Thanks problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. Have a good day, everybody. This has been uh, Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.